Broadcasting live from the SHRM 2021 Conference at the Las Vegas Convention Center, it's time for Workplace MVP, brought to you by R3 Continuum, a global leader in workplace behavioral health, crisis, and security solutions. Now, here's your host. Hello, everyone. Jamie Gassman, your host here with Workplace MVP, broadcasting from the SHRM 2021 Expo here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And with me, I have Jay Hollins. She's People Manager at Label Master Products. Welcome to the show, Jay. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So, Jay, you were sharing with me that shyness is what brought you into your HR career. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? (laughs) Yeah, so I am like ridiculously shy, but you wouldn't be able to tell. Um, But I got into HR with recruiting by accident. Um, The recruiter that we had, she couldn't make um, one of the job fairs, and my manager was like, hey, I need you to go. And I'm like, uh. He was like, just talk about the company and pass out applications. And while I was there, he came and was like looking over me, and he was like, oh my God, this is you. So I went from the recruiting path all the way up to where I am now. So my shyness, I use it as a way to like break out of my shell. So it takes me a minute, but once I'm involved and I'm so passionate about HR that, you know, it just shines. That's fascinating. So you went from being behind the scenes to in front of the scenes and yeah. like promoting your, your organization yeah, to other because, candidates. Yeah, because, you know... One thing is to get them in the door. You can get them in the door sometime, but to keep them there and to nurture them there, that's where I, that's where all the excitement is, you know, to be able to mentor them and to go deep inside. That's where that's all about HR to me. Yeah. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about that. Like are you tight? Is that from like when they're like applying and you're introducing the program or that not the program, but like the job itself? Um, or when you actually get them into the organization and they're hired and, you know, what part, you know, are you referencing? It's all of it. All so, of the above. Yeah. I have, I've been told that um, when people interview with me, I make them feel like it's not an interview. Like we're having a conversation and that nurture continues all the way through because once you get them in there, you have to keep them, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that the first face you see is the same face you see 10 years from now, five years from now. I want you to know that we're passionate about our employees. I'm passionate. I didn't just do a sales gig to get you in the door. I want to get you in the door and I want to keep you there. And I want to make sure that you're happy and make sure that you're going to be able to succeed while you're here. Yeah, absolutely. So now looking at Label Master Products, so let's talk a little bit about what does that company do and the type of people that you're hiring um, and, and kind of start there. Okay. So we are a dangerous goods compliance company. So what that means is we help companies stay compliant with shipping any type of dangerous or hazardous material, either by land, sea, or air. So we do manufacturing, we do warehouse, we have professional, we have IT. Um, We have a whole variety of different positions that we hire for. And no matter what background you have, um, we can find a spot for you. Um, You can do um, entry level, you can do mid-level, you can do professional to executive. And we are a family type company where once you're in, you're in. 
Beautiful. So you're hiring all different types of kind of, you know, skill levels. Correct. And so when you're looking, like, especially in today's like hiring market, you know, with manufacturing and some of the other jobs that you kind of mentioned, where are you seeking these candidates out? Like, what are the types of things that you're doing to try to find them? So now that's the tricky part, you know, because you want to be creative and you want to make sure that you're not limiting yourself to um, get um, to um, get candidates that are all the same. So we want to have a diverse crew. So we do social media, we do job fairs, we do community fairs. We open our um, doors to do job fairs in the um, community. And um, we do, we don't really do a lot of print, but we're, that's something that we're interested in. So social media, word of mouth, um, a lot of our sales teams, when they're going out into their conventions, they'll say, hey, we're looking for a few good people. So yeah. we're pretty we're pretty advocate about that. Yeah, and trying to kind of get creative, it sounds like, and yeah. you know, leverage different channels to try to meet people in a different way. So now being manufacturing, it's probably very competitive, I got to imagine, with some of the candidates out there. Mm-hmm. How do you stay... You know, I know that whole kind of engagement piece and like bringing them in and like, you know, kind of nurturing them through that, you know, I've heard the term uh, throughout the show and a lot of my different interviews of that, you know, employee life cycle, if you will. But um, how do you, um, you know, how do you engage with them and like, you know, show them that this is, you know, a really good opportunity because you're competing with other employers out there. So what are some of the tactics you use? So there's no tactic really. It's just where... um, intentional about what we're doing with our employees um once we bring you in we love on you like no other you know we're a very employee friendly company um we let people know we may not be the box brand or the big name manufacturing or warehouse company you know because we compete with that you know we compete with um different big names um so we want to once the employees come in they see that we are all about the employee um, what services that we're doing to make you feel okay, not only while you're working, but personal. So we reach out to employees if they're having any type of personal issues. We're not just like, okay, call the EAP number. No, we're in there. We're trying to figure out what can we do as a company, as a whole, to make you feel like you're important. Um, with our industry, it is ever-changing and it's in and out, but I can say a lot, probably about, of our employees have been with the company for over 30 years. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's That's for in um, in the warehouse manufacturing department as well as in the office. And we've had a lot of employees that leave, but then they come back because they realize, you know, we're passionate about our employees and we care about how our employees feel, even if it has nothing to do with the job. Yeah. Which, you know, and really, I, I, another kind of common term I hear is that whole person coming into the workplace. And that's not just the job that they're there to do, but it's also that person outside of work because you really can't leave that at the door. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you've built this culture wrapped around how do I take care of that employee, not just when they're here at work, but kind of all-inclusively. Yeah. And, and you're showing the benefits of that with that retention rate. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, we have, you know, some employees that, you know, you're not going to please everyone. But when people leave, they know that 
we cared about them as a whole and not because of what you were able to do or produce for the company. But we have people that no longer work with us but still call to get advice from us or still call to get some type of help from us. And we don't shy them away like, oh, you don't work here anymore. I can't help you. No, we're all involved with whatever they need as a person because once you're part of our family then you're part of the family like any type of events that we have we reach out to old employees and say hey we're having an event yeah. are you coming so yeah. once you're part of our family you're part of the family yeah. and now and obviously I mean you, you mentioned it's a little bit smaller than some of your bigger box you know locations um, or bigger box locations that you compete with um, does that start at the top is that like a culture that was established by maybe the founders or the owners or you know leadership of that organization absolutely absolutely um the funny thing is no matter if you are in the warehouse or the manufacturing or you're one of the top executives you're going to interact with the president you're going to interact with the cfo like the president knows everyone by name you know He's in the warehouse, walking around, interacting with individuals. Um, all of the executives, they're open door. It's not like the executives, you close the door, I can't go in and talk to you. Any given moment, you'll see one of the um, employees in the manufacturing department or in um, the warehouse over into the office side, and they're talking to one of the executives because it's, it's no hi me and little you is we're all in this together and it's like hey we can all have you know the biggest thing at our um, location is the Sox fans against the Cubs fans so once we Are all you get located round in up, Chicago I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I've heard that theme before <laughs> so that's the biggest thing that to get everybody talking and you'll see what that's the only um dispute the Sox fans against the Cubs fans that's the only one I bet that gets really interesting when the season is, is going. <laughs> oh, so right now, because I'm a Sox fan, so right now we're on cloud nine, so all the Cubs fans are kind of quiet. Um, so it's, it's all about that camaraderie, and, yeah. you know, no matter what office, no matter what location, no matter what department you're in, you can always find some type of common ground where we're all in this together. Yeah. And, you know, from your perspective, what role does HR play in helping to fuel kind of that camaraderie and the programs that um, help to drive some of that cultural success? So we look at um, people as individuals. We look at people as how would I want to be treated? And we're looking to see what we can do to um, make you feel good in the inside and out. So because if you're not, if you're having a bad day, is going to affect your work. You're going to see it in your work. So we want to be so in tune and so engaged with that employee that if they're having an off day, instead of easily going to write them up, it's like, hey, something's off about this person. They don't normally act like this. Or, you know, we don't just pass the buck. It's like, oh, that's a manager thing. We're involved. We work with the managers to see, okay, is there an issue with the employee? Let's figure out what's really going on. Let's, what's the root cause? And we work with them. So I think the compassion that all, the whole team has, not just with um, the HR department, but even with our managers, we love the employees. And it's not because, oh, we all here to do a job. It's because we enjoy what we do. Yeah, that's fascinating. And great words of wisdom of just, you know, treating that employee as a person, mm -hmm. keeping that holistic human approach to it. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. So if any of our guests wanted to um, contact you, reach out to you, how would they be able to go about doing that? Um, so you can either go on our website, it's labelmaster.com, um, also known as American Label Mart, um, or you can... Um, Research me. I mean, not research me. Don't research me, please. 
<laughs> or you can email me um, at jhollins at labelmaster.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jay, for being on our show. You've been a pleasure to interview. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>